on the band for ringside podcast we have the ko heel turn the bray wyatt reboot gold dust versus cody Rhodes at double or nothing that and a whole bunch more tonight on the band for ringside podcast new room still all good <laughs> ditch that nine to five it's time to feel alive hello marks Hi, welcome to the band for ringside podcast as always i am your host Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Sideshow Job. And to my <laughs> right, as always, Saved. we have Two Beer, Zach Bowman. What's going on, Two Beer? Not much, man. I'm excited. I'm going to see Endgame right after this, so oh. I got my ticket. Uh, I feel a little voyeuristic. Uh, Rich is in another room uh, looking through the glass. and yeah, I don't know. Maybe I feel like a room than we usually are. Maybe yeah, I feel like terms. a voyeur because he's jerking off. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be putting that man's business that would, out on the street like that. that. Make him We're live, folks. And to his right, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Here we go again. Allow us to bow our heads as I pull down the latest edition from the band from Ringside Podcast, volume 104. Chapter 3, verse 14 of the Good Smart Sayeth hashtag Boo the Heels. It is all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I'll see you on Sunday. I'm a little jealous of Zach going to see Avengers this evening. Um, I'm, I'm going to see that soon enough, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous. I ain't going to lie. I don't know what's going to be better, the movie or whenever Rich comes in the glass. <laughs> Jesus, and to his right, we have Murray the Murray Man. Murray, what's going on, Murray Man? Oh, I am also jealous that he's going to see it, but I'm going to see it before Twitter tells me what happened. But even ah, more exciting, yeah, ah, yeah, because they're going to give it up. What's more exciting? What could be more exciting than that, Murray? Than the Avengers? Yes, we're live on social media. Right? Dude, jump where back. are we on social media? YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. A little bit. We're going to get there a little bit more. But uh, Twitter and Instagram at BFR Pod. Banned from Ringside Podcast on YouTube and Facebook. Friends of BFR on Facebook. We're H-T-F-Y. live as hell. TTFY. Oh hell to God. the fuck. Yeah, guys. <laughs> hey. Uh, we're coming you at you from the rainy. <laughs> we're coming at you from the rainy St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> in beautiful. Or no, we're coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful rainy St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, before we get into the wrestling, we're going to talk to you about that day one ish sponsor, that Soul Taco, guys. Soul Taco is the best. Korean Mexican fusion food that you never knew that you needed, but once you have it, you can't have enough of it. Uh, they got places. They got two food trucks driving around St. Louis, Missouri. They got a place in U City Loop, a uh, place in Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, two places in Chicago, Illinois, two places in Chicago, Illinois. Go ahead, check them out. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. Also, we uh, JJ Twigs on Southampton. They got blue specials. I hear the Blues are in the playoffs. Yeah, we yeah, were watching of, that game. Yeah, I know. I heard they won the playoff Dude, series. Hockey's not really I, my I thing. I don't want to ever hear me say, anyone say to me that I speak too loud. This motherfucker was about to get us murdered last Thursday. Where were you? I, at JJ Twigs. I want, uh, watching I, the Blues game. I wanted to watch the Nets game instead, though. I just asked no, for, no, that's they not, had four TVs. I just wanted to watch the basketball not, game. Okay. Also, with that's all the not, hockey that's not even game. what I'm talking about. So this <laughs> motherfucker leans over to me. He's like, "I don't get it. I don't get hockey." It's just, and, but he it's said, just it kind "Have of you ever been to a game?" Yeah. Oh well, how do you not get it then? Well, there was love. Uh, Drinking wine, probably. There were love uh, <laughs> slurs yelled every time I go to a game. I'm just surrounded by. I'm not even going to get into it. 
It's just it's just a fucking twenty thousand white people in a room. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, I know. What can you expect? I mean, what <laughs> what what's the worst thing twenty thousand white people in a room can say? Have me walk in the door. Let's find out. Jason says it all the time. <laughs> it's not even the one I'm talking about. But uh, and we are also sponsored Guilty. by Schlafly Beer in St. Louis. St. Louis oh, Microbrewery, our brewery, whichever way you want to say it. But without further ado, let's get to our three count. Jason, let us know. I, I, I honestly it was I don't even know where to start with this, so I'll just go ahead and just let's just jump right into it. KO Big O the KO show finally reveals his true colors on Tuesday night. It was nice. Oh, yeah. Super kicks the hell out of Kofi Kingston into sometime later this evening. Maybe he'll come out <laughs> of orbit on Friday and then proceeds to attack. One Kofi Kingston to probably set up a WWE title match of Kofi Kingston versus KO. Long story short, Kofi Kingston versus Nakamura was the SmackDown main event. Decent match. match. Uh, yeah, I, I just I feel like Nakamura's checked out, but that's another story for another time. Um, interference begins. KO doesn't really seem like he's jumping in. He helps Xavier over the top rope, which was a little dicey. I'm not sure who's was at fault at that. It uh, looked like Xavier bounced his he head off. He launched him. Oh, he launched his ass. Xavier bounced his head off the, uh, the the mats on the bottom, but neither here nor there. Get back into the ring. Nakamura is coming after Kofi, but KO is in the way. Kofi pushes KO out of the way to, to save, save him. him. To save him. So altruistic mm-hmm. of Kofi Kingston, the baby face. Like right? I said... Kofi's still in orbit as we speak. So now, like I said, we're setting up who probably at Money in the Bank KO versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title, which is I think is a good start. It gets KO back into the title picture that he was probably going to be in before Kofi Mania took over SmackDown. Did you think they were going to stick with Kevin Owens as a babyface a little bit longer? Or did you think it took one week too well, long? Or did you think it was just about right? No, it was just about right. Um, we said last week that I'm, we thought it was going to last a little longer than it I, did. I but said I'm that. not mad. Yeah, I'm not no, mad I, that I, it did. I'm not. Yeah. A, to me, KO and Miz are are supposed to be heels. Yeah, I agree. And they they are best served as heels. I feel like we, KO... we ran we ran with it for a little bit, which was fine. But now we're back to the status quo, which is the way it should be. He was a little bit more over as a babyface, probably at being in the orbit of. The new day probably helped him a little bit, but and I the feel return like, and everybody's a baby face when they come back. I feel, yeah. I feel yeah. like pe- people were buying into it. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, uh, I said last week that I thought it was going to last a little bit longer, and uh, I still think that it could have, uh, but it was fine because it was that much more impactful because I didn't expect it. Like I was sitting there complacent, thinking. KO's a baby face. He's doing a great job, you know, filling in for Big E. This thing's going good. Uh, you know, like, dude's super talented. He's fucking great. He can do anything. And, um, yeah, so that super kick made it that much more impactful. So I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, he, when he flipped 
and he just immediately like flipped his entire persona. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is he's, this is why he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> My only worry is that because they did it early, you know, it, it makes sense because otherwise, what do you do with Kofi? He's just out there every week doing whatever. He doesn't have like a real antagonist right now, so this sets it up. You know, they've got three weeks what, before Money in the Bank, four weeks. Uh, um, I think it's the nineteenth, so it's four weeks. So yeah, WWE creative just needs to keep it fucking simple. They don't need to do a single extra thing to build this motherfucker. It's already built like KO turn. You don't need four angles in four weeks. Let's just fucking have the match and KO come out and murder Kofi on the mic every week. Couldn't agree more. Murray. I I, I love it. First of all, Kevin Owens is like you guys said, is an amazing heel. And the only other thing that I love most about it at this point is that at this with all the shakeup and then reshakeup and then reshakeup that they're Jesus doing with everything, Christ. two weeks of shakeup, which uh, yeah. is completely Damn. sloppy by WWE which, and terrible. You know, and we could talk about later, I'm sure. But the Andrade thing made sense. They kind of tried to make a story of why he ended up back on SmackDown. But regardless, the reason why I, I know, Mama they, wants they, his they try, uh, but the re- candy over on SmackDown. Yeah, the, well, yeah. <laughs> the reason why I like it though is because I don't really know of any other people on SmackDown right now that I would like to see go up with Kofi like even if he even if we're Kofi or Kofi were to lose to him for the belt that's the only person on the roster right now I'd want that I could I, I'd be happy with there is a natural story there though also mm-hmm. where like Kevin Owens kayfabe style, style like probably had a shot at Daniel Bryan coming back exactly from uh, maybe this isn't even kayfabe style. Maybe this is like shoot style or work shoot style. Like Kevin Owens was supposed to have that slot at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. Right. It got taken by Kofi. So now we have Kofi took Mustafa Ali's slot in the gauntlet match and took Kevin Owens' spot at WrestleMania. So it's kind of a natural story. Yeah. And I don't. I I can't speak French, but. The week before, when they were in Montreal, Kevin Owens said something that ended with WrestleMania, and I have no idea what he said to that French Canadian crowd. But it ended with it ended with the world word WrestleMania. So I'm like, and I wasn't even fucking at WrestleMania. Exactly. But right when KO turned on Kofi, and that was the only part I saw SmackDown Live because I was like, I bet he's going to turn, and I turned it on. And right when he turned turned on Kofi. My first thought was, man, I can't wait to see Kevin Owens' promo next week. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be great. Because it's always great because Kevin Owens is always great. He's, I've, it's well documented that he's my favorite. Uh, where do you see this going, Jason Bell, uh, at Money in the Bank? Because Money in the Bank's kind of a stacked pay-per-view already. Stacked with bullshit. I don't know about no, that. I mean, we got AJ let's, versus let's, Seth. Let's slow down. That's good. Everybody just, That's good. Okay, let, 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 let me Kevin be Owens. Zach for 30 All right, seconds. so the, the two Everybody championship matches slow are down, okay? <laughs> Becky versus Charlotte. Becky versus Lacey Evans. Okay, see, that, that's where that's I'm starting turn, to have that's a little gonna, bit of a problem. And two Money in the Bank matches. Okay, see, that's what I'm saying. We got good. We got bad. It's let's see how it plays itself out because we still got to figure out there's mid card matches, mid card titles to delve out. So Roman it's, and the Drifter, right? Fucking Ooh, boner yeah. alert. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Some bad. So let's let's see how it all comes to play, and then on the nineteenth, Kofi versus KO. I expected it to be a good, solid fifteen minute match 
physical as fuck, but I do expect Kofi Kingston to go over. KO is a good start of a title reign because even if he loses, he'll still be okay. He's borderline Teflon at Murray, this point. as the least negative of everybody sitting here. <laughs> wow! Um, Watch this. When, no. when, when, you th- when, you <laughs> wow. about, when you think about Roman versus Elias, see, when I think about Roman versus Elias, I think, man, this is a way to bring Elias into either the upper mid card or the main card. I, I yeah. mean, I don't think that Elias should be fighting for a championship, but Elias no, is clearly a big player because he just got taken out by Cena and Undertaker. You don't put a guy like Elias in that position unless you think of something of him. So what do you think about Roman versus Elias? It does look like, especially after SmackDown this week, it does look like with kind of pairing them up with Shane all of a sudden and, like you said, the Taker and Cena thing. They're at least giving them a ton of TV time. On SmackDown, on Smackdown which is a two-hour show. Yeah. Right. So I don't really care, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, <laughs> well, I have, Roman's going over, I have, unless there's some sort of schmoz. Right, and I don't, I, I don't care That's who goes over. That's worse than not liking it. Well, right. right. My point is I don't have any investment in either one of them at this point. No, it's not. I don't it have Yeah, any, it really is. If I'm invested enough to be mad, yeah. at least I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. well, right. That's the, the difference point. is That's the, the worst point. thing. But I, Kirk I just Douglas. there's nothing there's no reason I'm not attracted to Kirk that Douglas. in any way. Yeah. Like, sure, sure. There's and so I'm not saying I don't like Elias because I love Elias. I'm not saying I hate Roman. Elias I shouldn't like have Roman switch because they have a three yeah. hour show to fill up. That's right. what Elias is for. Elias is not in there to do chin locks for fucking ten minutes. He's in there to sit in the ring and play the guitar. So I, I don't I don't hate it, but I really that's not gonna be the one I'm gonna I'll probably be on Twitter that match. <laughs> look, I, I get look. I'm willing to give Roman and Elias a chance, but the reason to do it is to get Elias over. And that's not yeah, happening. And it's no, not, that's and not yeah, happen. I would be I, I very agree. surprised if Roman goes down to Elias. See, this is where you and I have a fundamental agreement because I think that putting Elias in the ring with Roman at a pay-per-view is a form of getting him over. Now, it's not necessarily him beating him, but it's definitely making him a major player. Just putting like him with a main this event is the same guy. thing that you and I had with Drew McIntyre versus Roman at WrestleMania. Having Drew McIntyre in the same ring with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania made Drew McIntyre a bigger star, even if it's just incrementally. Even I just have more faith TV in since. Drew, I guess, to... <laughs> I just have more faith in Drew to put on a better match. I guess... Go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, that, that, that's it. That's, uh, you I, know, I just, that. I just I feel like that's that. a more exciting match because of Drew. Uh, and it's a less exciting match because of Elias. And I like Elias. It's just Elias is a great jacked. character. He's a great character. He's like he's an okay worker. Like okay, we haven't seen a lot of him. Okay, right. might be on the higher end of what he is. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so more. He's so, not much of a worker. Okay, yeah. so most more so to what Murray is saying, and more so to why I was just like, eh. So you got Roman Reigns, the face of SmackDown, versus an eh, Elias. I see no reason wise. to get excited about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. There's no. There, who would you rather if if Roman Reigns has to go to SmackDown though? Who would you rather him face? <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of people. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, Andrade. Yeah, like, that would be that, that would be nice. I would, yeah, I, I would cool. totally have a problem. Andrade would be great. Yeah, I was going to say I would totally not like have a problem with that. Austin um, Powers versus Mini Me. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. Elias That's is the only so way that much taller be. than <laughs> fucking Andrade. A, get out of here. joke, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get to our two count. What you got, Zach? Uh, so two count. We have the return of Bray Wyatt. 
uh, who I am a big fan of, of whom I am a big fan, rather. And uh, I really enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse. Like, I don't know. I I know Murray did just because I saw his Twitter but I don't know about you guys. This is actually what I expected. I expected me and Murray to like be on one here, and like oh. you guys were going to shit on it. Oh, I loved it. Okay. Well, take this with a grain of salt, because I am also the same guy that enjoyed the House of Horrors match when I watched it. I can't tell you how many beers or <laughs> what else like I had been So that's right. Okay. But Bam. I think Bray Wyatt is a great character. He's a great hand, and... If sure. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's like the total package. He's a fucking second generation wrestler who has everything going for him. Third. He looked great. Third. Yeah. And he looks great. Like I saw pictures of him outside the ring. He's like, he's, he's taking the time off to train his ass off. He even made a comment during the Firefly Funhouse thing where he goes, fat slob. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to deal with that fat slob anymore. Exactly. And he pointed to the cardboard cut of himself. But, like, so I really enjoyed the segment. It had, like, this adult swim vibe. You yeah, know, it did. Like, you know, whenever I was, like, 10 and bar in my 20s, and I'd get, like, super banged up and, you know, come home at 3 a.m. and, you know, couldn't go to sleep till 6 for, un- for unspecified reasons. <laughs> and uh, I'd be watching adult swim all night. And uh, it was, uh, it gave me that, days. like, vibe, you know. It was, like, wonder shows in or, yeah, like, yeah. something like that. You, hold, you holding any of them unspecified you hold, reasons? Hold, holding McNeil? <laughs> 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 Holden Caulfield. Uh, uh, So I really liked it. I'm anxious to see like where it goes. I want to see Bray Wyatt in the ring also, but uh, I I think it's super cool. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, I I, I ate it up. Now, at first, I'm not going to lie. At first, I I was a little worried, but then once it started to kind of glitch a little bit and I saw the gloves and there was like glimpses that this is going to end up being way darker under the scenes. Then it it, It was weird. The fact that it's all Tinker Toy and Happy... But it's Bray Wyatt, and we know Bray Wyatt for being a darker character. There's obviously something under all that squeaky clean kid show paint. And like, so, and the fact that it, it, from what I understand, it was his idea. He's been sitting on this idea for a long time. That's dope. It didn't come from another company. And it kind of has a Matt Hardy sprinkle on it. Just that he's able to do something so outside of the WWE box. Well, there is the idea. He did get thrown to the Lake of Reincarnation. Right. But he right? came back as yeah. a, a kind of regular, but I thought the same thing. So whether they tie that in or not, I right. still feel like he was there was doors open for him to be creative and go way outside the box. My analogy to this is when Marty McFly played Johnny Be Good and Back to the Future <laughs> yeah. and he's like you guys may not have been ready for that one, but your kids are going to love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did like how his glove said hurt and heal, yeah. and he held the one hurt up to his ear, and then that's when he cut the head off of with his chainsaw. Uh, with his chain, uh, cut the head off of the cardboard cutout. With There's even a lot of people saying right now that like if you watch it more, like the more you watch it, there's little stuff hidden in that video, like all through it. I'm not kidding. I've watched it six times. Yeah. Well, they played the same one on SmackDown though, so that kind of bugged me. But well, it's because I don't think they I don't think they know whether or not he's going to be on Raw or SmackDown. No, I don't. I don't care right now. It was number thirty four on YouTube overall when I watched it two days after. I, I watched no Matt one Hardy day after. Effect. I watched it Wednesday. Yeah, and at number thirty four on YouTube completely. Like yeah. yeah. Let's see what Jason says. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, I like Bray Wyatt ultimately. You kind of said it. No, it, it's not a butt just yet. Murray kind of <laughs> said it earlier that there's something darker to it. And that's that's ultimately, I hope, where this is going. It does have like a Pee Wee's Playhouse vibe to it. Yep. Adult Swim. I agree with those things. Lose Clues. Uh, yeah. Okay. No problem with that. 
My problem is is where we how he's getting ready to get booked because this just feels like this is just repackaged Bray Wyatt to get start getting jobbed out in a different way. Not unless you're showing me something before he gets into the ring of a darker and I, and I mean darker, I mean like Aleister Black promo darker. I don't know what the fuck you're getting ready to do type shit. If it's going to be kind of like, you know, Pee-wee's Playhouse, then I I don't necessarily want to see that. I so, want to see a darker Bray Wyatt booked winning more matches than losing. I want to see him because cut if he loses, Lars Sullivan's none of this arm matters. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Beat him. That would but, be beat nice. Him. But if, he's, if he comes back and starts jobbing out, this looks good, but then ultimately won't last. And apparently I heard that this is not lasting anyway because they're – I heard, I've read this. I saw that too. I okay, think. they they've already kind of abandoned the idea already. Well, they're oh, they're fuck. of that. Well, the network, not not of WWE the Firefly network, Funhouse, but the comp the company or USA or whatever, and then possibly Fox are all like about where it's going. So they could water it the fuck down if, if nothing else. Let me ask but you this, Jason. Who knows? Like, say you could put them on SmackDown or Raw, either one. And let's say you enjoy this reincarnation of or this reboot of Bray Wyatt. Uh, who would you put him up against first? If you were booking it, who would you put him up against first? He's a heel. He's a heel. It's okay, well, he's so, a heel. I mean, he's not a face. Uh, he's kind of tweener. I think that yeah, that's right a, now he's tweener. Yeah, you don't. You're not sure where he's going. Very so definition he should probably of be on Raw to start because it's it's a little more room for him to play with, especially if you're going to have him going on vignettes week to week. Um, who just? I'd put him against No C- Way Jose and Cedric have him come Alexander? out doing his dance, <laughs> and then beat him. Cedric Alexander and Turn Bray Wyatt could be a, a good match. Yeah, I, would put I don't want Cedric to lose to, would, to yeah, him, there's no, there's no guarantee I mean, Cedric It loses. seems like Cesaro's already getting rebooted, though, also, because he's he's coming out to Sheamus' music and basically beat Cedric Alexander in six minutes, which I don't mind because Cesaro should be a major player as long as they push Cesaro as a major player. Yeah. Um, I think that I would put him right up against AJ Styles. I would have AJ Styles lose to Seth Rollins and have Bray Wyatt versus AJ Styles. No, you put him on SmackDown and you be the re- you make him the reason why KO doesn't win the title. See, that's mm. that's thinking even bigger than me, and I like it because mm. that's though th- that's a great fucking feud. I think I think when this era is done, like when we think about this era, that's <laughs> like that's like 2011 through 2018 <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think Bray Wyatt will be the one wasted guy that we think of. We're like, man, this guy could have been so much more because he's such a he's a big guy. He can work. He obviously puts everything that he can into every character that he has because he had a couple different Bray Wyatt characters. He believes that he he invests in himself. I think that's why I like so much about the Firefly Funhouse is that he was all in. Ain't nobody pulling that off but Bray Wyatt. That's the Undertaker kind of thing. It it could have come off looking really dumb. Oh yeah. It, yeah, it yeah. was it was just so right field. That was I was just kind of like, what? Yeah. It was it was not dumb though. But it I did. Was, I was marking out. I was like, man, this no, is it, cool. it was definitely it, something you had to look at two saved, or three times. It saved it all those like, vignettes because those vignettes, everybody was like, oh, okay, this sure. is gonna be so stupid. Dude, but his yeah. friends are called Mercy the Buzzard. Yeah, and I can't remember. Dude, uh, the the, uh, the dolls, <laughs> the dolls are like really well done. Yeah, uh, I forget the name of the puppeteer that made them, but he's like a high end Hollywood. Like they actually invested in like high end Hollywood like puppeteer to like create these characters. And if they fucking 
go at the whim of like USA or Fox, like what is the point of like having a creative endeavor if you're going to have like it, they already fucking book for the, the general public. Like fucking take a chance every now right. and then have Brian Pillman come in with a fucking gun to stone cold yeah, Steve Austin's right. house. And no, we're talking about it no, 25 years no, later. Yep. No. See, that's, that's when they were privately owned. You could do shit like well, that. No, they got yelled at for that. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. But guess what? They Still publicly awesome. own now, okay? I mean, we don't do shit like that. I mean, I know, I know wrestling fans enough, though, to know that if this never goes anywhere, wrestling fans 10, 20 years from now will be talking about Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. Fun I agree. And about how cool it was. For the exact same reason why they say that about it, Matt it, Hardy and the Broken Universe. It was different. I will give them that. Now, where it goes. It's better than Matt how, No, it was. Kudos. I'll give WWE credit. If if this was Bray Wyatt's idea and they let him run with it, credit due. But it has to be done right. It, there can be no missteps. And that's going to do it for our two counts. And here comes our three counts. He's good. He's good. Sam never would have done that. Sam would have totally fucked that up. Five, <laughs> five bucks says next week Sam gets it right. Do do that same thing you did next week. You're Put on. it in the bucket. You're on. There's, there's, no, no, there's no bucket. That's All right. Say. It'll be a payoff. So our three count that got announced this week that at Double or Nothing, which is AEW's first official event, um, their second, I mean, their first official was unofficial. AEW's first, yeah. First AEW official event that they've announced that Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes, uh, has ended amicably his contract with WWE and he is going to be wrestling his brother at double or nothing. His brother being Cody Rhodes. I think there's probably about 13 years between them. Something like that. I mean, I'm not sure. I think at least. Yeah. I think, I think Goldust is probably 50. If only we he is had 50, if only we had computers sitting know, around right? and, um, our stack guys jerking off behind a window, but, uh, <laughs> I am psyched for this match. Um, I'll get to the good before I get to the bad. Uh, the AEW Double or Nothing has a bunch of great matches lined up. It's got the Young Bucks versus Phoenix and Pentagon. It has uh, Omega Jericho 2. It has Hangman Page versus Pac. Jesus Christ. And now we have Goldust versus, who's no longer Goldust, which is fine, but he's got some new paint. He's got some red-looking paint. Darth Maul. Yeah, I like that and, shit. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. And it's Goldust versus Cody Rhodes. Um, I'm psyched for this match because those two guys, and I know we're a couple surgeries later, and they for both probably of them. both yeah. of them. Oh yeah, three surgeries, two brothers, one match. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that should nice. be the tagline. Yeah. yeah, right. But you need uh, to tweet that. <laughs> but they uh, they both ran raw for a full year back in like 14 or something when they were the stardust thing. when they, when they were tag teams, when they were the tag team and it was stardust and gold dust. And there, it was when uh six man tag matches ran raw. And those guys were tag team champions for a long time. And they were fun to watch. Yeah. It was right when the shield uh, was really starting to get into full swing. They had that, uh, and the, the, Usos. With the shield rivalry with the Usos. Yeah. Um, and they held the belts for probably six months. No, it was, it was longer than a normal WWE title reign. That's for damn sure. For tag teams, for um, sure. Yeah. 
I guess just looking forward, I'm just it's curiosity because we kind of teased it in WWE and it never came to fruition. Now we really are actually getting ready to see this, so I'm I'm just kind of interested. It's more curiosity than anything else. I don't think this is going to be a five star match or uh, match of the year by anything. Uh, by any stretch, Cody's never had the five star match. No. He- they call him Cody Three Star, which is derogatory. Yeah, and I'm, pejorative. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going. But it could be but, a five star story. Yeah, Cody knows how to tell a story, and Dustin knows how to tell a story, and they For are going. Sure. They're yeah. like just in the one promo that Dustin had. That's his best promo since he had the fucking original Goldust character, in my yeah, opinion. I agree. Like it was what they what it, he was saying goodbye or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. was real. It drew on real life, and if you're gonna like do this on such short notice, that's what you need to do to like build this animosity. Um, you know, you need good promos like this. I I also think it's it's good with Cody having the um what's his actual official title for with AEW. EVP. It's it's nice that he's not taking a spot as like, like a Triple H back earlier on where he was going to be the headline guy with one of the other headline guys and he's also one of the guys who's booking the matches and having this match as like kind of more of a uh WrestleMania. it feels like this would be a mid-card match. match. Yeah, no, yeah, it'd probably be the the middle of the mid-card, you know, that 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 last match before the half the second half. So my point being, I just like that it's it's more of a nostalgia match and and there's history already boiled into it. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's, it's it's nice. Kind of a, it's like a nostalgia match mixed with like the most current thing possible. It's a match. fantasy match, I guess is the, a better way of putting it. I mean, if if Cody was fighting Goldust at Money in the Bank, we'd probably be rolling our eyes. But that's because WWE wouldn't allow these two guys to do everything that they could do for Who knows what they'll do with that 18 match. or 19 minutes, probably. They'll probably get 15, 16, 18, 19 minutes, something like that. There'll be a lot of outside the ring action, like you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Either way, there's tons of story to go into it, and it it psychs me up. It it it's also kind of hits the feel spot where it's like, man, you know what their dad would be thinking of. That's their that yeah. yeah. It's like it's like for them, and that's really cool because their dad was such an innovator and such a smart wrestling mind to have his two sons, born of different mothers, so far apart. To fight each other in a in a promotion that built by the roads, built by the roads. Yeah, I I the only the only reservation I had is if it was it was like six months later after AEW announced announced a TV deal, and then like you had like Goldust come in and he had to be like Cody's underling but that's like wwe brain that, though but that's kind of wwe no, brain you don't want like, to do that yeah, yeah. Like, this is a perfect you strike where the iron is high i think this, that's what it is th- there is no perfect time let's just exactly. do it now exactly that's why because who knows with, where they'll take it after that same thing that i think about yeah. aj versus seth which is like either one of these guys could get hurt like you could save it for SummerSlam, nope. or you could just do it right, now, it right now and have that it. dream match and go against the Game of Thrones series finale like they're going to do at Money in the Bank, which is... <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm definitely not watching Money in the Bank. I know. It seems insane, right? <laughs> I don't... I'll, no I'll, way. No way. I don't watch Game of Thrones. It, That's going to do it for our <laughs> three counts. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> Jason, let us know by F&B. F&B Eatery on the th- quarter of 3453 Southampton. If you are a, a Smash Burger fan <laughs> such as myself and the rest of the band from Ringside Podcast Crew, 
I am. You need to hustle your ass on over and see my boy Mike at F&B Eatery. Take the kids. We got a kids menu there. Got all kinds of other amazing menu items besides the hamburgers alone. So like I said, go on down, check them out. 3453. Let's try that again. 3453 Southampton. F&B Eatery. Tell them that JCB can't talk, but I sent you there anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This is banned from ringside. All right, we've got got some odds and ends to get to. Uh, Sami Zayn seems to be doing, I mean, going at the audience might be the oldest trope in the pro wrestling uh, encyclopedia. Yeah. But Sami Zayn is doing something really good. He's so good at it. No, it's working for now, for sure. Dude, like, we talked about this, like, the first time he he turned heel, uh, you know, the whole thing about, like, just cranking your character up. And that dude is so fucking good. Like, he comes out, and he's almost doing a parody of his own, like, dance. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he comes out, he just, it's like a little bit extra. He's like that, he's like Shawn Michaels in that Hogan match. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just, yeah, he's just like overselling. That's our mark. Uh, it's perfect. No, it, it's, we are doing well with Sammy. Now, Give him where do we go? Yeah, he where do you opponent. go? And whoever, he, it has to be somebody that's a, a prohibitive fan favorite, and he has to trounce that fan favorite. Alistair Black? <sighs> Alistair Black is on SmackDown now. Oh, yeah, he, he just moved. Seems like Sami Zayn is oh, on Ricochet. Ricochet. Give him Ooh, actually, Ricochet, that might Sammy be interesting. Zane. That might be interesting, especially uh, with Sami Zayn being this new Sami Zayn. Like, I'd put, yeah, him, but then, I'd put okay. him right up against Seth Rollins. Let's see how it goes. That'd be good, yeah, because I mean, then I, he loses. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to take I the title. What right? I don't want to happen is for them to fall in the same trap that AJ Styles did with Kevin Owens and with Nakamura, which is they have four or five matches in a row, and none of them are satisfying, and... They there's a bunch of there's a couple of schmas finishes and then the like there's no ending to the feud. You right. know what I mean? Which is what yeah. they're doing a lot these days. It ruined like those great feuds that we were supposed to have. Like the last good AJ Styles feud that we had, and correct me if I'm wrong, was John Cena. Cena. And they had a great one. Yeah, yeah it was Cena, a it was perfect. They had the best because one of all time. Of Cena's availability. They don't fucking shoot an angle every single week. More so, the, simpler than that. It was simple finishes. It wasn't yeah. like, Not oh, my looted. foot got tangled over X. Or, 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 or I'm or kicking somebody yeah. in the balls. Right. Or, or right. you know, it's that's just. Why, you, know, that, that, you know, they just do angles on angles on angles, you know. Sometimes it's just best to keep it simple. And yeah. I want to shout out to a friend of BFR on Facebook, Josh Hewitt, who said, just a weird thought, but does anybody else think the whole Sami Zayn gimmick is a shoot on Dean? And I thought that was really, I thought yeah. that was a really funny idea. It is. Hi, Josh. Hey Josh, do you know? I know Josh. Okay. We even kind of, sort of, in a in a weird way, mentioned that a little bit last week too on the pod. How it remind? I think I mentioned how it reminded me a little of what Dean Ambrose was supposed to be coming off as. I'm sure a lot of guys feel the same way. They ex- exactly what Sammy. Oh is yeah, saying. for sure. I love how Sam- Sammy showed all of his vacation. Yeah, photos. real <laughs> slow too. Yeah, and yeah. just all like, of them. Look how happy I am. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him and Kevin Owens just now healing it up on both shows and being uh, great at it. Yeah. Robert Shocker. Rude. Robert motherfucking Rude, baby. <laughs> I'm Hell also it. a fan oh, of this. I love it. I Are you love a fan, uh, like, 
I was I was very surprised that he went over Ricochet. Hell yeah, and, yeah me too. You know, it's one match. Ricochet but like, can bounce back. I, I yeah, that's funny. But uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I was just surprised because uh, those guys have been unbeatable since they came. Right. And it's funny that they had. Uh, you know, it's like it's like Vince just liked his mustache, and he's like, "All right, you're going over Ricochet." <laughs> you know, I, I I like it. I think it's good. It's, it's a Vince. good development for him, and he's back to being a heel. Yeah, Vince putting over Ricochet and Alistair Black is like. Mind blowing. It's like when you're trying to get laid and like you're saying pretty much anything, and then you get re- <laughs> you get to WrestleMania, you get to WrestleMania, and then when it's done, you're like, ah, I got, I, I guess I gotta get out of here. Cold buddy, and there goes our glass. Am I right though? Yeah, I mean, when he's right, he's right. Yeah, I guess he's right. But I like the Robert Roode mustache. I like the heel turn. Is it weird that that's what he debuted as in TNA? Was Robert Root? Was he Robert Root? I yeah. did not know that. I didn't know that either. Yep. Uh, I don't think I, he had the mustache. I think though. that Bobby is a weird name for a heel. Yeah. And they had two Lashley. heels. Lashley. And they had Lashley and Bobby Root. But I Robert think, Lashley. I think that Robert <laughs> Root, uh, he's better as a heel. Oh, yeah. And going over Ricochet is not that big of a deal, Jason. Yeah, and I guess it's a good start if you if we're repackaging him as Robert Root. Um, I don't know. It just... It almost feels like it's too little too late, but let's just see where it happens. Ricochet, beating Ricochet is a good start where it goes from here. You know, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But, yeah, I'm, I'm holding out hold for a little bit. But it might just, like I said, it might just been too little too late. Um, We had uh, Cesaro coming over to Raw also. I think this was a double check by Vince because I guess Sheamus is actually hurt. That's kind of what I've been heard forever. Yeah, he has might been. be might be done. Yeah, I was well, say that's, that's like, why he was. With, got, that's why they. I think ultimately that's why they paired him with Cesaro is because of the same neck injury that Edge has, yep. Cesaro, or uh, Sheamus has. So Cesaro, to a certain degree, had to carry that load up until this shakeup where he's going solo. Give me a percentage chance in the next year between now and WrestleMania, that Cesaro gets a title shot. Which, t- like, shot? which card? Heavyweight, universal title shot. I can only hope there's a high percentage. Percentage. I'll give it the same percentage as the Raw audience has lost year-to-date, and that's 26. <laughs> I, think, I think 26 is kind of a probably good percentage. I think it's accurate. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with 98%. I mean, I, if they, I'm, I'm if, almost thinking if they wanted high. to, if they wanted to push him as a heel though, then. against against Seth, like when you look at the Raw roster, I'd rather see a Cesaro Seth match than the Miz Seth match. Oh, Fuck, absolutely, yes. fucking lutely. Yeah. The Miz yeah, and I could I go love, do hey, reality yeah, TV I, for I, I love Miz, but damn, yeah, that 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 goes without saying. Cesaro's I just Cesaro's a man. I I wonder where where Vince's head is at because it's up his fucking ass. Stop it. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> Cesaro should have probably already gotten this shot. Absolutely, but now it feels like WrestleMania is now a, a long way away again. So it, I'm thinking, yeah, it could happen, but it's a long way off. It's a long way off. Kofi just, happened like a month before there's, WrestleMania. Right, that's there's only saying. 14 yeah. pay per views before that. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't include the Saudi Arabia shit, <laughs> no, I'm counting that motherfucker. I'm gonna watch it. So I mean, yeah, that. <laughs> 
it should happen. I just, I don't, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe it. But 25% is, to me, is a little high. All right, Vince, once again, renamed the War Raiders. They are now called the Browns Bengals. Uh, Are you guys guys cool with that name or not? No, the Viking Viking Raiders. You guys cool with that name? Yeah, that's fine, except for then they hit their finisher, and Michael Cole's like, that's the Viking experience. That's their finisher name. Yeah, the finisher is now the Viking experience. I'm all right yeah, with it. It makes more point, sense. Who cares? I mean, I guess that uh, what's his face is married to what's her face, Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan, and I guess they're way into like Viking, like yeah, they had a wedding that was a Viking thing, and yes. Vince saw it on their so Instagram. So that's and- what happened. Yeah, Vince, they're like, he was like, "Tell me about yourself." <laughs> He's like, uh, "I got married recently." Really? How'd you get married? Uh, we got married at a uh, you know just a traditional ceremony. <laughs> You know, the Viking place. Oh, this is a Viking experience. I can totally see that. Yeah. No, apparently they're trying to keep the uh, the couples together or whatever. That's part of the reason why. Yeah. Which is um, good. That's good. No, uh, yeah. Weird I'll, that they're okay. I like it's because it's not. No, how it used no to be. morale is not too hot. Okay, right, you right got now, yeah, yeah. what they're doing. You need a Vince who doesn't give a fuck about his employees. Yeah. Cares about uh, people that are. Uh, together but not married. Charlotte and Andrade aren't even married, but like everybody on Twitter got so mad when Andrade moved that they not only moved like they moved Andrade Zelina. back, but they moved they moved they moved Alistair because Alistair Alistair's too. actually married to Zelina. No, so. and they're currently having an orgy. <laughs> nice, I'm back. Wait, Zach, hang on. You went to nice. the house show in St. Louis the other night. What happened? Yeah. So Friday night, uh, how, how was my boy Dex? Uh, he was good, man. He had a great time. Like. Super great time. A special thanks to uh, Craig and Samir, uh, fellow beefers. Uh, they had won front row tickets from the point. They had great seats. Yeah, and we were right on the corner post. So nice, great dudes that they are. Great friends that they are. We we had good seats. We were row C, so like third row off the floor. So they gave you good seats. They swapped us at intermission. So they we saw the, the goodness half. of their heart. Yeah, just saw the goodness of their heart because they're that that, cool, that, that good of guys. Here, have my tickets. No, I've, I've been like family friends with the Johnsons and those guys forever. They're they're great people, some of the best. And they, uh, yeah, they were behind us, and they, he texted me, and he's like, "Hey, man, you want to swap an intermission?" And I was like, "That is the coolest fucking thing. That is cool. Yeah, uh, that's on point, man." So I mean, it made our our nights. Uh, you know, Dex, that Dex got match. to fix. We both got the fist bump. Seth Rollins, you know, at the end, uh, that was dope. Oh, but um, coolest things, just highlights. How big was he? Uh, like, I mean, he's like, he's more jacked than he looks compared to other guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, his, his forearms are like the size of my dick. They're pretty big. Um, so <laughs> was, he, was, he, was he taller than me? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I <laughs> <laughs> so, say already hating. Uh, some quick <laughs> highlights the in the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was uh, that was one of the last nights of the Shield. Uh, and if you go on WWE.com, yeah, the second to last night. So if you get on the YouTube, Seth Rollins is wearing a GoPro. Unfortunately, it was all like, three were. Yeah, it was dark. So like we were like right at where Seth Rollins was looking, but it was dark, so you couldn't see us. But I got a video of it. If you get on Friends of BFR, uh, you can see that. They walked out right next to my section. They came out yeah, they on did. the section 
through to the oh, right. That's right. You went too. Yeah, Murray yeah. was there. I was by myself in a luchador mask, surrounded by a bunch of sick kids sneezing on me the whole time. So I'll, I'll, I'll defer to you too. I, I, I can tell you what my oh, there's this old guy in a luchador mask. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing a sequins jacket and everything, all by myself. <laughs> I can tell you what I thought uh, the best match was. What was your favorite match of the night? Uh. Well, the the tag match, the double tag match in the beginning was pretty cool, just because we got all of those people all at once was was pretty cool. With the Bollywood boys, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, I'm trying to think of what some of the other ones were. My favorite match was uh, Revival versus. Uh, oh yeah, Ryder and, oh, and Hawkins, yeah. because the crowd couldn't give two shits about like almost like either of them, and by the end of it, they were living and dying on every fall because yeah. everyone worked the crowd so good. Uh, Those house shows are so much fun. Man. They are. Uh, Alexa Bliss had a bad match with Becky Lynch, and uh, <laughs> it's both of their faults. Uh, yeah, was, Becky Lynch had one of the worst matches I've ever seen this week bad. on Raw with Alicia Fox. Yeah, that was uh, hot take, guys. Uh, Becky Lynch, I love her. She's a great character. Uh, she's not that good in the ring. Whenever she's not with a fucking great performer, like it's just some people say that the same thing about Charlotte. But Charlotte, nobody says that about Charlotte. I don't think so. Charlotte can work. They like, might say it, but they're wrong. Yeah, Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, just other like uh, cool stuff. Uh, some people I were really impressed with that you wouldn't think uh, that I would say just because we were so close and we got to like see that action. Like Lacey Evans, super impressed with her. She's she she's green, really well. but her her character work and like ringside. She was fucking healing it up for the crowd. Like, she was, like, so engaged with everyone, like, telling everybody, like, you know, don't fucking touch me, you know, like, it was, it was yeah, great. That, that she went to go have that guy dude kiss her hand, and she, like, Yeah, and she's back. like, don't touch me. She's like. She was better in that glow show, though. <laughs> uh, Baron go, Corbin, go, huh? you know, I constantly complain about Baron Corbin. He was awesome. He was like he's a pro, just right there. Yeah, he's a total pro. Bobby Lashley was like right next to us. That dude is massive. And uh, this guy was like, "You suck, Bobby." And he's like, "You know that I don't really suck." <laughs> and everybody was like, shows, "Yeah, Bobby doesn't suck." Yeah. Bobby, <laughs> house shows are fun. Can I yeah, can I, I add shows. something? Yeah, uh, the people in the section in the back. You could tell who they were. It was a bunch of like kind of guys who graduated from the frat recently and all that shit <laughs> that watch wrestling once a year. Might be WrestleMania, who knows? But they don't ever remember it because they're on pills and all drunk. Come to the show and Ouch. chant. Don't don't know the type. Yeah. Oh, the John Cena <laughs> chant. John Cena chant during what match was that? So it was Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese yeah. putting on an absolute. It was awesome. Good Clinic. Clinic. good match. Yeah. yeah, just killing it. So these fucking right idiots are chanting. Uh, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. And then the whole side ended up doing The whole it. fucking, I was so disappointed in St. Louis. All of us were all shouting, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's a bummer. That's good. But that's Buddy Murphy's a, a pro, and he started healing out to this kid in the front row. Oh, that was great. So and whenever those chants started, he totally diverted the entire thing by just going and healing it up with this kid and like great. just getting in his face, and it totally fucking changed like the whole match yep. uh, it probably was, made the kid's life oh, too. oh absolutely. yeah <laughs> the, kid, the kid the kid wants to be a pro wrestler right? from here on out. okay oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can't tell him shit. <laughs> he's gonna grow up and be a wrestler so he can beat buddy murphy's ass one day like that's that's a storyline waiting to happen okay 20 years ago this is banned from ringside all right we got some birthdays to get to this week uh not a whole lot uh kane you guys want to guess 48 uh, no, uh, no, 53, 53. I'll take $1, Bob. 
pretty close. It's 52. Vladimir Kozlov is 40. Held the tag tiles for a long time with my man Santino. Alex Riley is 38. Drew Gulag is 32. And Titus O'Neil is 42. Hey, everybody. We know there's a ton of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys listening to our podcast for... Shock City Studios for Soul Taco for JJ Twigs on Southampton for Schlafly Beer for F&B Eatery for Murray the Murray Man Murray for Two Beer Zach Coleman for Jason Cornelius Bell for Bill Veggie. Hey, everybody. Who the hell?